This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly supported by McDelivery, bringing you the food you love. McDelivery brings a top-tier lineup, just like a front three of Reese, Keane and Frockyar, right to your door. No matter the result, you'll always be winning with McDelivery. Are you in? Order now on the McDonald's app. You can also get rewards points delivered, so that ordering today means some tasty rewards for tomorrow. Only via app at participating restaurants, 18 plus, rewards registration required. Points only on menu items, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. Welcome to PE Press. This time it's an episode with North End director Peter Ridgedale, who we spoke to this morning to look ahead to the January transfer window, talk contracts, and review the season so far. Plenty more to read online, but we've included the main snippets here for you to have a listen to. Hope you enjoy. Peter, what's your take on the season so far? It seems like a good time to kind of assess things and reflect. Had a really good run, not so good run, and then two great results before the break. Yeah, look, I think it's a long season and um, I've always said to people, you judge us after 46 games, not the first six or seven and, you know, we've played 16 now. I think people feel that after a dozen games, the the table starts to settle down a bit, but it's probably the most competitive championship we've seen where the gap between, you know, the sort of third to... 18th-ish, you know, it's not great. So anything can happen. But we've played the top two teams away from home. So we've got those out of the way. Um, I think some of the early games that we won, you could argue we could have won or drawn. I think some of the games we lost, you could argue, you know, did we really deserve to lose? I mean, West Brom was an awful performance, but I thought we played well at Leicester for 60 minutes. I thought we did well at Ipswich and gave soft goals away. Um, and then some drawn games that we should have won, like Millwall, we should have had a penalty. Southampton, we should have had a penalty. So, look, where are we at? Um, we start off every season and people say this is lacking ambition, which is get enough points to stay in the championship as quickly as you can. Once you've got those points, let's get as many points as we can to see where it takes us. And I think, therefore, after 16 games, it would be we're pleased with the progress we've made. Um, but we've got another 30 games to try and stay in and around where we are in the league now because if we do that and we end up in the playoffs I think it'll be a good season You know Militan and Mass you can see the quality there is it just important to give them time because they've moved country it's a new league What what sometimes you know we don't shout about it what people don't see is you suddenly go you know I went over to uh, to meet uh, uh, Mads over in, in Denmark and he was there in this beautiful town and he cycled to meet me and it was tranquil and it was so different to he suddenly flies over here his his, his partner couldn't get um, an entry visa for weeks uh, to come and join him so he's got that disruption and then we're expecting him to hit the ground running he's a talented footballer and it will take time and people just it's difficult to change countries and settle in and and then suddenly hit the ground running but I think people have seen the talent it will just to take a while to get the best out of it Millie, um, uh, we were slightly better off there in getting his, his entry visa. Obviously, he came in. Um, we managed to get his uh, his wife and his, his young lad uh, entry visas 
more quickly than we got Mads's partner's entry visa and it happened. So he's now settled into a house and that's work. Um, I saw him in Spain before he came over. You know, it's a massive change. Um, so people want us to go overseas and broaden the transfer markets, but it does take a while to settle. I think if you have this conversation with me at the end of the season, we'll be having a different conversation to now. Do you feel like you did the bulk of the work in the summer transfer-wise, or do you think there'll be a little few things to get in January? Well, the, the challenge we face, and uh, you know, people I don't think quite understand when I keep saying this, but we're right up against financial fair play. You know, we 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 publish our accounts. We're only allowed to use lose thirteen million a year over three, three years. It's thirty nine average, uh, thirty nine over three years, and we're right up against it. So we're very cognizant of that. Uh, to some extent, that drops down next year because we, we had one bad year during COVID. Um, but we are talking about trying to refresh and there's some tweaks we can do, but it would mean reducing the wage bill to add back to it, if you see what I mean. So there, there might be a couple that we think if their long-term future wasn't to be here, we may have to decide what to do. But um, what we're never going to do is stand still. So I've already started planning with the manager on what we could do if. But having said that, I think we're, we've got a very good balanced squad at the moment. I'm never saying we're finished because you don't finish. But I think we've got as good a balanced squad. We've got Emil back shortly. So for the first time ever, we'll have five strikers. And um, I say ever, you know, in recent history, we'll have five um, fit yeah. strikers. Uh, we've got a couple of players obviously have been injured, like Ali, who back any day now. We've had Andrew Hughes out. He played yesterday. Uh, Jack Watmo played yesterday. So... You know, we're in we're in decent shape, um, but we will always look to add and refresh if it'll improve us within the parameters of, of Fashion Fair Play. Ryan really feels he's progressed the squad since he came to the club. You know, I think he said it was chalk and cheese from the squad he inherited to now. Without being disrespectful, do you share that view? Well, I think the difficulty at any moment in time is um, you try and help put the squad together that the, man the manager at the time wants. And as you change managers, they've got different perspectives and views on individual players and playing style, etc. Um, what I do think we've got is the best balanced squad we've had. And therefore, you can say that without being disrespectful to any players who've been us in the past. Um, we've obviously got some exciting talent emerging. Look at Kian Best. He's played three times for the under-21s now, England under-21s, two starts and a sub-appearance. Um, so when you see players like that emerging, to add to what you've got, you've got young Nomal Winnie, who's uh, a real talent. Um, you've got um, uh, you've got Felipe, who's just signed his, his pro deal. You know, so we've got everything from experience to an international flavour to young players. And as I've already said, five strikers. I don't think we've ever had that. So do I think we've progressed? Yes, we, I do. And I also think... Look, we, we don't have a track record of hiring and firing managers. We try hard not to. Some of the most successful managers in recent English football history have been there for a number of years. You know, whether it be Pep Guardiola or Jurgen Klopp or Alex in the past, Arsene Wenger, they've been given time. You know, even Arteta, people crying for, his, for him to be sacked at one stage and then suddenly is, you know, the best thing since sliced bread. Um, I think we try and give our managers time. You know, Ryan's just coming up to his second anniversary. And we always said to him, this was a project. It's not, you know, you're going to just fix it overnight. 
And I think, you know, as every month goes by, he's learning. He's doing a better job. He's a pleasure to work with. I know I've said it in the past, but he is a pleasure to work with. He gets the financial uh, parameters within the club. Um, and he's given youth a chance. He's given other people a chance. So, yeah, I think we're progressing well. But I'd like to see him here for, you know, a number of years in the future. A, because it suggests he's doing a decent job if he is. And, and every window will try and improve. Was Felipe one you felt it was important to kind of protect him on a longer deal? Was there any interest surfacing around him? Uh, we've had interest in a number of our young lads, including Felipe. To be honest, he was under contract anyway for his, because he's only a first-year scholar, and all our scholars have got two years, and normally we have an option in our favour for a third. But the scholarship is a relatively modest pay rate, and we felt that it was important to get him onto a pro deal as he'd been in and around the first team on the bench regularly and was watching everybody else get paid a lot of money for appearance fees, etc., which scholars don't get. So we tried to be fair and, you know, his family uh, respected the fact we were being fair with him. Um, and he has a talent. And so let's see whether his talent is potentialised with us or elsewhere. But uh, it was the right thing to do. With Kean Best on the England stage, in your mind to maybe get a new deal for him sorted soon? I know it's 2025. Well, talking to people, yeah, look, we're talking to people all the time. So when people say, you're, you know, it's a disaster, you've got X number of players out of contract at the end of the season, you know, Kean's only got just over 18 months to go. I think he's only four months or three months ago he signed his last deal. But what is important is as people progress, we make sure they're rewarded properly within our pay structure. And by definition, the young players at the bottom end of it. So will we be talking to Kean? Sooner rather than later, yeah, of course we will, because it would be right to try and move him up the, the pay scale. There's no urgency, uh, but it's the right thing to do, just because it is the right thing to do. But he has got 18 months to go. Just going back to Liam Miller, I think you've confirmed it before, but is that just a straight loan deal? He'll go back to Basel in the summer. Is there any option in there? Clauses? Well, it's a straight loan deal. The yeah. answer to whether he'll go back to Basel in the summer depends what I do between now and next summer. Do you get the impression he, he may be wanting to stay in England for a bit longer? Well, what I get the impression is he loves being at Preston North End. If that is the case, and if there is a deal to be done with Basel, uh, we will be talking to them. And um, at this stage, I would not be presuming he's going back to Basel at the end of the season, but there is no deal done yet. Just back to contracts, can you update us on the Ben Whiteman situation? Is it just talking to him and his representative? Talk to Ben most days. I think that um, uh, I think he loves it here and would want to stay here. Um, it's like any other negotiation. It's you start off with a number, we start off with a number, and it's trying to find out with him. We meet somewhere that works for both parties. Um, do I think there's a good chance of doing that? Sitting here today, I think there's a very good chance of doing that, but it's not done yet. Would you be keen to get it done before January? Look, do I think we'll do it before the end of January? I do. Is there any rush? Not really. I mean, it's one of those classic cases. He's contracted to the 30th of June, and if all else fails, he's likely to be here till the 30th of June. And uh, he will put his heart and soul into it, arguably, because if he doesn't sign with us, he's trying to prove to somebody else how good he is. Um, so we'll get the benefit of that. I would be surprised if it's not resolved before the end of the transfer window in general. Have you ever had to bat away any interest in Ben? Has there ever been a bid? Or, because he's obviously such a quality player, but... There's only ever been a couple of rumours. I've had no bids for um, Ben in the last couple of years. 
Alan Brown, is it? Are you pretty confident he'll sign on the dotted line? I mean, he said he wants to stay at the club. He loves the club. Uh, I would be shocked if Alan wasn't with us next year. One you think he'll get done really easily pretty soon? Well, or is it? The interesting thing about Alan is he doesn't have an agent. So he's doing it he himself. And um, uh, that, you would think, would make it easier. But if anybody's tried to negotiate with Alan, it doesn't actually <laughs> make it any easier. Um, uh, but he wants to stay. He's made it clear to every p fan he wants to stay. Um, his performances have been outstanding. Um, not help. That's not very helpful when you negotiate with somebody, but it's helpful for the team. But um, yeah, I, I think Alan's made clear where he wants to be, and I think that's where he'll be. How rare is that that a player doesn't have an agent, an international footballer in this day and age? Uh, very rare, but of course, you know, I went over and did his first deal with him on a couple of hundred quid a week in um, in Ireland when he first signed, and uh, he's been here for a long time. And uh, he's part of the furniture. He knows us. We know him. We've got a good relationship with him. I suppose his attitude is what value is an agent going to add other than just take some money off me. So um, uh, it is rare, but he's fine. Everything's fine. Just to round off, what have you made of the support this year? Ryan thinks at Deepdale it's been improved on last year, which I think is fair comment. But yeah, away from home has been brilliant again, hasn't it? Last year, the biggest single issue we faced is our home form was awful. Yeah. Or whether they say form, certainly the results. However good the away following is, and it's been outstanding, the fact is the majority of our fans see home matches more than away matches. So if you're not winning at home, you know, it's it's tough because obviously the supporters get frustrated. Um, this year, it's just the opposite, well, not just the opposite, but it is the opposite. We've been doing well at home and we're getting results at home. Our supporter base quite rightly want the best for the club. They want us to win. They want to see winning football. Um, uh, and I think that's been reflected in their response to us all. So I think they've been fantastic at home. Um, and I think the results have assisted in that. And I think the away support is just unbelievable. Absolutely yeah. unbelievable. You know, just look at the numbers we took on a Wednesday night to Leicester. Just look at Blackburn a week last Friday. I'd like to think that the deal we've done with Leeds, which is, uh, £17 per ticket cheaper than they were going to charge for the game in Leeds mid-January. Mid to late January means that we'll take as many as we the tickets as they'll give us. I think they're going to give us about 280 in the end if we want them, 2800 And I think at 28 quid, there's a chance we'll sell those out as opposed to at £45 when we probably wouldn't. So we are genuinely trying to do the right thing uh, to say thank you because our supporters have been absolutely great. A big thanks for listening. There'll be some more stuff from Peter Ridsdale in the next couple of days over on the Lancashire Post website. Manager Ryan Lowe will also speak to the media on Thursday morning, so we'll bring you an episode with the highlights from that ahead of Cardiff's trip to Deepdale on Saturday. Adam will be back from North Macedonia in one piece as well, so we'll have a catch-up with him pretty soon. Take care. the 90th minute and Peony are on the TV you're watching with all your mates and the McNugget share boxes are open for all your pal's already been booked for double dipping and you steal the last nugget snatching all three points result order McDelivery now on the McDonald's app 
Are you in? At Participate in Restaurants 18 Plus, serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com on the McDonald's app. This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans.